everyone and welcome back to today's episode. Today we will talk about the many different kinds of pressure young people experience in our capitalistic society when it comes to career choices and basically everything else. And today as always we are still a little lost and when it comes to this topic maybe even a lot as we are trying to navigate through life without burning out at 30. Okay girls, so We will start this as every time with the question what we learned this week or like something new random you guys learned. So once again checking my Twitter page I saw that in one of the beaches that I usually go in summer in like back home in Basque country they found like <laughs> a random leg of a dead person <laughs> so um, I guess I will not be going there anytime soon <laughs> again. Natalie definitely will. Yeah, do you have something to do with that? <laughs> no, it's just kind of like investigation. This week, I'm not going to be the one bringing disturbing facts like Negori just did, yeah. but I actually have something interesting. So, do you know the movie Lion King? Or like you can't answer right now, but I guess most of you definitely yes, do. Yes, I know. So, you know, like Simba's dad, Mufasa, dies, right? But there isn't like his dead body. Then I learned that lions aren't actually eaten by any other animals, really. Because they only eat meat, so their own meat is really stiff. So, like, for example, like they have hyenas who are their enemy, but they won't really eat them. So then I was like, what happened? Then I was, like, searching and I found out that lions don't really eat lions either. But if there is gonna be, like, a fight between two alphas or whatever, they might eat a dead body just to show like dominance and then there's this scene in the lion king where uh scar which is like the bad lion is in his cave and there are like bones and whatever and then there's like a school that he's talking to and then i was curious and i googled how does a school of a lion look like and it's the same that he is in the cave so the fucker Eight. But it's his brother as well. It's yeah, just it's, it's fucked up, but that's oh also another thing. Have you ever seen how giraffes eat grass? Because obviously no. like they have long necks to eat leaves, but when they want to eat grass, they like jump their front legs to the side. <laughs> And it's really cute. So yeah, that's my fact. <laughs> So my random thing I learned, well it's not random, it's just something I discovered is Bisop. Do you know that? Nope. My flatmate made it uh, this week and she gave it to me to try. And it's like juice made out of hibiscus and it's from Senegal, I think. And it's very good. It was very, very tasty. And I discovered that yesterday. So it was very nice. That was my discovery for this week. Okay, so do you guys remember what you wanted to be when you grow up as a kid? I wanted to be either like a criminal or like a secret agent or like a detective. Or I, I love the range. It's either a criminal or a spy <laughs> or a detective. So basically, I, don't know. I just like wanted to be like in the underworld. Like criminal sounds still really compelling, just because like I don't really have to go to college for that. <laughs> yeah, my like life goal is to be like a really dope criminal so i always wanted to be a vet <laughs> yeah but then like i realized all you had to study to get there and i was like mm, not happening today <laughs> but like i was always obsessed i don't know why with dogs and i would like even buy magazines i'm like 
Yeah, I was weird as a kid. <laughs> you were not a horse girl, you were a dog girl. I was a dog girl. <laughs> I love that though. Okay, so I have like a lot of things. I wrote it down. Sorry, no, it's not that much. Like I can say it in like five seconds, but I wanted to become a firefighter at some point, a vet as well, a hairdresser, a singer. Um, then as I was a bit older, like a makeup artist and then other stuff. But I was asking because I feel like... Um, as kids and as like young as like 12 15 whatever you get always asked what do you want to be when yeah. you like what do you want as a job when you're old and stuff and it's like i feel like we are all at this age like super lost because our education system is kind of effed up and it doesn't help us like going to like even figure it out because you're not supposed to like focus on one thing you're good at you just you like being thrown into it and I don't know I feel like there's no real focus and there's no real help to really figure out what you want I to do feel like that depends on type of school but even if there is a focus because for example like with me uh, when you finish middle school which is like in ninth grade so you're about 15 that's when you have to choose to which high school you're gonna go and in Czech Republic we have this system where like each high school is different so I had to choose at 15 at what field I want to pursue my career and when you're 15 like what do you know I know nothing now and I didn't know anything before so I spent four years of high school studying something that I after like three months there figured out like oh no this is not gonna work but then like you know transferring and stuff like that it just is really hard so definitely there is like the issue with the fact that we don't really focus on like one specific thing but even if we do we are forced to really young to choose what to focus on yeah for me it was kind of similar i mean it wasn't that extreme because we had like most of the subjects they were the same for all of us but then when we got to the age of 16 we had to choose like two optative subjects mm -hmm. so you had to kind of like choose your path if you wanted to go like biology or like economy or my case humanities so yeah like you basically have to choose it when you're really young and you still don't know what you really want to become after that they make you choose that so that's basically gonna determine your academic life and i feel like it's for i feel like in a way it's also about choosing you know which subject and whatever but i feel like we always forget that basically the school you go for us in austria it's like you have four years of primary and then they're already like the 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 road like splits and you either do like gymnasium which is like you know like most of the kids who come from academic families go there and then there's like the um middle school basically and basically already there you have to make the decision but often if you come from a low income family you can't even yeah. make that decision so even at that point it's already like almost this i wrote like an essay about it and if you look at the statistics like it's almost like decided once you choose that path and sometimes you don't have a choice yeah. but to choose that if you don't have the support it's like crazy how early everything like is decided for you or you pretend to make the decision but your parents yeah. do and your circumstances yeah. do it like that's another thing like at a young age you are like yeah you can have some you know ideas of what you want to do but then there's like the pressure from parents or even the society around you where it's like you shouldn't really go study that because that's not gonna make enough money like i i had this problem when i was choosing what high school i wanted to go to 
like yeah, I was there. I wanted to become like a criminal or detective. But then there was like another thing that I really wanted to pursue, and that was a fashion designer. And I was really passionate about it. Like I would design like ten pieces of clothes each day. Like I was really into it. Then my parents were like, "Hey, like you're not gonna make really money with that, you know? Or there's like a really small chance of you succeeding." And then they basically like found this school for me that was about like diplomacy and law and politics and you know when you're 15 you are really, really easily convinced that like that's the right path because they were like oh this is gonna be great you know you can like travel because you could you know do whatever and you will make like a lot of money but then i went to the school and yeah some of the subjects were fun like geopolitics i really enjoyed but then like there were subjects that i suffered there for like four years and i you know there's again that that's the pressure even if you know what you're passionate about the society will kind of force you into a certain path i feel like also one thing i can like think of when it comes to the whole topic of you know already asking kids you know what do you want to work as, as if it's like the greatest goal in life to mm -hmm. have like this dream job and it's like like basically like capitalistic like mindset yeah. drilled yeah. into kids it's like the most important question for the future is like what is your job gonna be exactly. and like what do you want wh yeah, how like, do you want to earn your money how much money it's like crazy your that life evolves around yeah. working it's so fucked up like, instead of asking like what are you passionate about yeah. or, like what do you enjoy doing we ask them what job do you want to do in like fucking 20 years exactly and i feel like i mean if we if we are very very optimistic for the future and, we, and, we and are we <laughs> i feel like uh, we need to come to the realization that maybe having a dream job is like a lie in this society because mm -hmm. i mean you're basically looking forward to being exploited by someone mm -hmm. and you know like the greatest offer you have is basically like your your labor that's all you have to offer that's your goal to like yeah. And I mean, get as much money as you can with that. It's like ridiculous. And I think we need to get away from that idea. And I mean, I feel like the fact that it's so normalized to work like a 40 like hour work yeah. week is like crazy to me because I mean, everything like points towards that it is not healthy. And if you look at the different alternatives to capitalism mm -hmm. and stuff, there are there are systems um that basically proposed it would work if we don't look if if it's not um focused on profit then it would work if everyone works like four hours a day only four or five days a week and i feel like then if, even if that's a job that it's not that is not the most amazing job it's like doable because outside you can like focus on your passion and it makes sense like sometimes like when you're at work for eight hours like i'm pretty sure most of the times if you're like in office or whatever most of the time you are kind of wasting time like you could you know squeeze the work into small pieces or whatever like it is possible but we work so much because we need to make money to afford things we don't really even like need mm -hmm. it's crazy and i hate this no but basically yeah i feel like if you work a job even if it's something you you love or like mm -hmm. that is one of your passions if you work it 40 hours a week and you have all of these like guidelines and whatever and you don't get enough money for it or as much as you should like you lose that passion like often you used like some people are very lucky and they keep the same passion till the end but a lot of people lose it it's just this like glorification of like 
oh I'm a workaholic and it's like this hustle culture and whatever and it's so stupid because I it's basically it. it does not make you happy it's like how is money the like and I understand that to be like you have to have your like the necessities and the basic human mm-hmm. needs covered but like how does it make you happy to like just work and work and work like then again like you know like the saying of like money can buy you happiness obviously like I agree with that like <laughs> I have to quote my mom because she <laughs> every time I I don't know what like if someone asks her like what would you want to be she always says like I would want to be a millionaire and I'm like same <laughs> but, like, yeah like that's the thing like it won't buy you happiness but as Miriam said like if people are struggling to often just meet the ends and then obviously like you know you're gonna try to work more and hustle more and then you're just gonna fall into this like circle when you already have enough to meet the ends but you are like in the circle and you can't really stop working because now you are like okay i have everything i need now i can like buy this so i can impress somebody and yeah and the thing is we don't at in this day and age and the way it is right now we don't have a choice as a worker you cannot choose if you want to be exploited or not you're gonna be exploited you can choose like who is gonna exploit yes. you like which place am i gonna work at where i'm gonna be exploited which is like so sad like, there's unless no choice you can employ yourself and even afterwards like even if you are gonna like employ yourself you are still exploited by the country or state or yeah, it's fucking expensive to like be a freelance as well you have to pay some like a lot of taxes and stuff like that so it's it's a hard time for us basically our conclusion already is capitalism <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bleep that out, Nagore, please. But it's so funny because I feel like every time we speak about one of the topics, it all comes back to that as well. Like it <laughs> plays such a huge part. It's it all, is. But it, and it's the truth. But it, it is. Like capitalism and patriarchy goes hand in hand. And, and racism, sexism. And like another thing is that I wanted to like kind of mention. And I'm really struggling with this. And you guys already know it because I change my mind every week. But going to universities and colleges, like I obviously want to be really educated in life and I want to be smart. But then there is also, I went to high school and middle school and I know how exhausting it was and how, how I hated it and I was like depressed. It is not fun. <laughs> and now I kind of took a gap year and I'm here. But next year, like I still don't know if I want to go to university or college or not. Because like there's this pressure on, I feel like it wasn't there back then when my parents and I feel like a lot of our parents didn't go to universities and colleges that much mm-hmm. as is required now. And for what? Like doesn't really change that much. I feel like teachers make you feel really bad about it. I remember this one day a teacher walked into the class and we were like talking about something and she was like, okay, so how many of you are not planning on going to university? And at that point I raised my hand because I was still like figuring it out. I don't know. And it was like, I don't know, two or three more people. And the teacher was like, she made us feel bad about it. You know, and it's not like we don't want to be educated or like we are dumb or whatever it's more like i would rather choose pursuing like my happiness and trying to explore world and whatever instead of staying at one place for three years and struggle the same way i did in university for a paper that's just a paper 
exactly i i agree and i feel like there's also there's only a certain like kind of education you can actually get mm -hmm. at university and i feel like often if you look at who is going it's mostly from like academic families and stuff like it so you're in that bubble and i feel like you're lacking like and i i love i want to go to university i'm like kind of looking forward to it but like still there's only like a certain like amount of a certain kind of education you get and maybe if you for example if you could look at the u.s and how like high the the, yeah, the fees are for university amazing. like is it really worth it to pay like the stuff for the rest of your mm -hmm. life it's crazy and even like in europe where most of the universities and countries are like for free it's still stressful because you are old enough to work and you kind of have to but then like combine it with university and everything and then you also oftentimes you need to have like experience in the field you want to do and whatever it's you know where is the time to do all that i just i'm really stressed about it but i'm still looking for universities anyway because <laughs> i need to have a backup because i change my mind every week about this and how miriam said with how there's like a certain group of people that will go to universities which is usually the people from academic families it's usually either that or oftentimes or like at least in czech republic a lot of people go to university just to have the like label of a student because then you don't have to pay for like healthcare and whatever and taxes and i don't really know how these things work mm. but you know a lot of people or like most of my classmates like anytime i text them or whatever they are like telling me like yeah i don't really do shit or like i don't enjoy it i don't want to do it i just needed to be a student you know so then like it doesn't give you anything the paper will be useless because you know you spent three years just kind of living but we are still stressed about it so yeah i feel like it was the same for me i can say that i i went to university for four years because it's four years in spain but i feel like i had more free time when i was in university than when i was back in high school because in university we had like let me say like if we had 10 subjects three of them were good like i enjoyed but then seven of them were like shit they basically they were useless and we were like wasting our time there it was just like basic theory about translation because that's the career i've studied and you don't need that like you don't need to know the the history of translation or when when it started like do you not, not need like a whole subject on that so like the only good subjects that we had with like that were more like practical or useful like translation but a lot of times most of my classmates were like on the verge of leaving the the career because it's it was just useless but you know as you said you had to like have this title and like since we were there already like we finished it but i don't think you need to go to university <laughs> to get that knowledge and i feel like one thing is that when i think of teachers it's like most of the time it's like the subject of course but also the teachers who can like make it mm -hmm. like fun or good and it's always like there's like one or two in every school teachers that are still energetic and yeah. passionate about what I they do <laughs> and they really get you like into this like mindset where you like enjoy the subject mm -hmm. and actually take things from it and then you have like the rest of them are just like and you know it's sad because they're all like burnt out at like 40 year old there's no passion left but it's understandable if you work like in this society for so long and it's basically just like getting to retirement and like getting like the benefits hopefully trying to survive and how do you expect these people who have been through all of that to like really like teach these kids or like mm -hmm. us with and see, passion I'm not often even paid enough for 
doing so. So then, like, usually you don't have that many younger ones who are, like, new because nobody really wants to pursue the career because you, like, sacrifice a lot and you, you know, study a lot before you can actually become a teacher and then you're not even paid enough, so... And I thought about exactly this, like, today because I was thinking about what my career options or job options are and what I want to do and I... I'm still quite convinced that I like want to do something with law, but also I realized the past few weeks I really enjoy teaching. I like working with kids and young people and whatever. It's something I can really see myself um, working in. But for me, then it's always the thought like I I don't think I would seriously like do it because I'm like no. Do you know how much teachers get paid? And like, shouldn't matter if you if you do some if you want to do something if you're good at something, then you shouldn't have to think about that. So basically, it annoys me that I also have that mindset because it's not it's not like a fair like choice where I'd be like, okay, would I rather want to become a teacher just solely based on you know what I feel like? Because I would be like, no, the the money and whatever, whatever. So it's like annoying. Like now, I kind of I feel like I kind of gave up on the career chasing and I kind of just realized like I'm going with the flow and so far in my life everything kind of worked out you know things will work out and if you are passionate about things or if you work for certain things they will turn out to be great and so now I kind of just go with the flow and I'm not really that stressed about my future career because I know that I won't get lost in the world so like but I'm still scared that I'm not gonna make enough money and that thought scares me even more that I'm thinking about that fact mm-hmm. because like I realized that I just want to go with the flow and be happy and do something that's just like chill and fun and enjoyable but then there's like this voice in my head who is just like but you need money yeah <laughs> and it's just oh stop it I just want to be happy in life <laughs> I always think about the fact that school is supposed to be fun like it could mm-hmm. I think school could really be fun but we're so like whenever I think about it or I tell people we're so far away from that reality that's yeah. like not happening right now but I feel like when I think about going somewhere every day where you can actually like of course the basics are not fun for everyone and base probably everyone should have like the basics for like mathematics but you know only to a certain point and then but then going to school and doing something you're passionate about and like working on that and not for the sake of earning money but for the sake of like getting like deeper into the whole topic that sounds fun in theory but then you go everywhere there are like deadlines exams fees whatever you have to pay which just like takes away so much joy from it let's normalize high school being like high school from high school music <laughs> Like, I just want to have fun and sing during breaks and have, like, big dance. It'd be so much more enjoyable. I, that would be great. It's one of the smartest <laughs> things I've ever heard, actually. I'm serious. Right? I'm serious. Like, let's just, you know, be dramatic about everything and sing oh, yeah. at every opportunity we can. And I think life would be so much better that way. Okay, so right now, do you have a job you may you might want to do, you, you strive towards? do have an idea so the thing is i always knew i wanted to travel and i don't really think i can like stay in one place for a long time which means that i have to probably become like a freelancer which would be great but so for me i really enjoy managing social media 
so I feel like that could be really great but then again like I feel like it's really about being lucky and being in like right place at the right time but that's something I feel like I would really enjoy and it would give me the possibility to do the things that I enjoy in life as well what about you guys? I would say like since I studied translation obviously um, my ideal job would be to be a translator of like audiovisual translation but for now like that's mainly kind of one of the reasons why I came here because I didn't really know what to do after university and like being in France for a whole year sounded very <laughs> sounded very appealing so <laughs> that's why I'm here now but I'm planning to study masters next year so probably not working yet oh. on my ideal job but maybe you'll find me in any McDonald's subway <laughs> somewhere like that <laughs> until then honestly if you w- would work in a subway that would be the only one I would go to because I have like so much anxiety to like ask for certain oh, things yeah, because you have to make <laughs> yeah, your exactly. own thing but if you would work there that would make me feel so much more comfortable <laughs> yeah we support that what about you Mary? I don't know I well I know kind of I want to do something that I wish wouldn't have to exist but I want to like kind of like fight social injustice and you know like small things but so yeah I want to go into law probably and work in the international field I don't know um something like that i haven't figured it out yet i was hoping that this year might help me but honestly so far i haven't done any research and stuff so i still don't know but i think law would be interesting for me and or politics something like that like i can literally see you there we have like each weekend we have like our really deep talks where we like kind of get tipsy and we talk about things and then she would be an amazing politician or lawyer like i can tell you guys um so yeah why did you do the ESC like how did it happen for you guys um okay should I start? ESC explain what ESC okay. is okay well so this is like a project from European Union so like I feel like a lot of people know about Erasmus and stuff like that but this is basically I don't really know like around Europe and even outside of Europe I think there are some uh people can create these type of projects for amount of time for example like four months it can be you know six months it can be a year and it's for people from the age of 18 to 30 i think and yeah you basically apply and you are a volunteer at that place and you have like so many options of you know workplaces and for me i i never planned this me and my best friend we were supposed to go to bali and then work in australia after graduation but well corona happened and like everything kind of went to shit so uh then during the summer i was just working and i was planning on doing an au pair or something because i just knew i wanted to get out for some time before i figured out what to do with my future and yeah so i was working and thinking about doing an au pair but then uh, i remembered that one of my friends that i met on erasmus in lithuania was actually doing esc in greece and you know seeing him on social media being always like super happy and doing like so many things i was like holy shit i kind of like that i want that too so i texted him and then like the next day i you know started reaching out to people and then mother of my best friend she owns an organization that's taking volunteers in czech republic so i was like with her and then we found a few projects and like i was supposed to go to sweden at first that didn't work out because of corona then like italy but that didn't really well i didn't really like that and then i found this project in france 
and like two weeks before I actually came here was the first time it kind of all got into motion so it was really quick and really random but I just knew I had to get out for some time so that's that's what I'm doing here what about you okay so my first plan was as I already told you I was planning to go to Scotland for this whole year and like to teach Spanish at high school that was like my dream but but like I didn't get selected to go there so um, I was like in the middle of summer with no plan <laughs> like no future plan for this year at all and like I think it was end of August when I first like started searching for um, um, like advertisements from the the ESC I applied to as many as I could um, in France because I have a couple of friends here so I like I wouldn't be that lonely <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. What is it like? Wow. Yeah. Nonsense! It's like two hours away, but you I know. But like the emotional support <laughs> was there, um, and yeah, like first, I was going to go to Marseille, but like again, I didn't get elected. Oh, that would be fancy. <laughs> yeah, then I found this one, and like everything was super quick. Like everything happened in like two weeks as well, yeah. and then on the at the end of September, I was already here. And you. Me, um, I always knew that after high school I don't want to go straight to university. I always knew that I want to go to university but not straight ahead. Because like after how many years? 13? 13, yeah. 13 years of school I was like, I need a break. And um, I originally wanted to go to South Africa because I have friends. And, and especially a boyfriend, <laughs> okay? And that didn't work out because of COVID and also I would have went there probably as like privately so no support like from any organization which is financially a bit uh, draining I'd say so very spontaneously because I was you know kind of I'm a, I love to procrastinate so I was I kind of knew South Africa won't work out but I was just chilling being like yeah maybe it will work out and then I realized well probably not so um, I heard about the ESC from a friend and then I just started writing the applications, whatever, whatever, ended up here. I'm really happy to be here. And the weather, I do not recommend, oh. <laughs> but it's all right. Uh, we all are basically just taking like a gap year from life. <laughs> because, you know, oftentimes people take like a gap year before university. I feel here, since we like don't have to worry about money because like we have everything covered from European Union but I feel like we are kind of taking a gap year from life itself not just like university because everything is just kind of you know chill here and it's so different you get thrown into this new situation new people yeah. you can basically agree like, yeah you can so reinvent yourself like I yeah. could have come and been a completely different person just like make up stuff and whatever would have been like fun I am kind of like a different person but the thing is I feel like ever since I got here, I'm like genuinely happy, Aww. which is like great after the four years of high school. <laughs> so like I am different than I was in high school because I'm genuinely happy here. Same, same. I really enjoyed it. And I just thought of one more thing um, connected to Korean stuff because um, I feel like some... The, the pressure sometimes it's so is so high that people feel like they can't even take that one year because they feel mm -hmm. like okay my studies are already like six years so if it's like 18 plus six whatever whatever then I have to 
it's probably gonna take longer and then I'm only gonna yeah. earn money and have the job by that time it's like you should like want to study to like find out these things and you know kind of enjoy it I know that's like a privilege to have actually the time and money to do all of that but it's like I remember my and that is probably also like even like a different kind of thing because um, I play the violin well I she used still to plays and she's still really good thanks it's annoying <laughs> But I don't practice that much anymore, but it doesn't matter. So my teacher like once told me as a professional musician or if you want to become a professional musician, you can't really take a gap year because it's too risky because the whole um, the competition is so high that it's yeah. That's basically all I wanted to say. And I prepared a question for the end today. Okay, so my question is, what's the best compliment you've ever received? gonna say um i was once told that i was funny so that stuck with me <laughs> oh my god that stuck with me you're funny as well <laughs> okay so for me uh, the compliment it, like it wasn't really said to me even though it was as well but once like i lived with my sister after i moved out from my parents and she was on a phone with her boyfriend after we had kind of like our deep talk and she was talking to him and she was like saying like how she is so proud of me and how she knows that i'm gonna be like the most successful of the family and how she knows that i'm not gonna like get lost in the world and that you know so that's that was really like sweet that's i was sweet. like just like listening behind the door and just crying and i was like oh my god <laughs> so what about you mary okay so i think the best compliment i've ever gotten was when i had a very deep conversation about politics and our future and everything with a family friend he's from the US and we were discussing the situation there and how to solve certain problems and in the end it was like a very it was like a three hour conversation and everyone had left like after some time so we were still like sitting there at like 12 and he told me he's like feeling a lot more optimistic if the future is in the hands of people like me and that was like a like really good to know so um i think that was the best compliment i've ever received and to everyone see how the best compliments are not about looks but about nice things <laughs> about your personality True. so but i wouldn't mind like hearing <laughs> from somebody that i'm cute <laughs> as well okay so i think this is all for today and we hope you enjoyed this episode and you will hear from us next time. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.